Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hello, Ellen. I am fabulous. Fabulous. But also fabulous. joining us today is my sister-in-law and mom's daughter-in-law, Kristen. How's it going, Kristen? Good. Good. <laughs> to be honest, I'm a little nervous. Kristen's a little nervous. <laughs> She's been kind of freaking out for the past 15 minutes. Um... So Wait, to, what am I supposed to call your mother? You can call her. You can call her by her name, or you can call her mom. Whatever you want. Okay. Because you don't usually call her mom. Not usually. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about "Act Like It" by Lucy Parker and Kristen's experience as a romance virgin. And later we are going to talk about Kristen's own romance with my brother. But first, mom, what have you been reading? Ellen, what have I been reading? Um. Okay, so after we read Pestilence last time, yes, um, I read Block Shot by Kennedy Ryan. Yes, you did. Very good. We love Kennedy Ryan. We do. Um, then I read part of the Harris Brothers series, Endurance, by Amy Dawes, which I enjoyed immensely. Yes, you did. Then I read our book for today, Act Like It, yes, um, by Lucy Parker. Yes. And now I am reading Keeper by Amy Dawes, which I'm enjoying immensely, and I know Ellen will love it because it's a childhood friends to lovers scenario, which it's Ellen my, is all about here. Which yeah. we should really look into some of those childhood friends and see what, you know, Freudian no. thing you got going on there. No. Not a, I don't want to, <laughs> I want to make it clear, I don't want to get with any of my childhood friends, but... Um, uh, okay, so for me, the only book I read in the past two weeks since our last episode is Act Like It. Um, Jeez, what a slack. I know, I am. But it's because I've been on my huge Turkish uh, drama kick. I've, including Yarkenshi Kush, I've also gotten into Doludai, which is another series featuring John Yaman, and he's so dreamy in it. And yeah, so. so you, even, you even watched a little bit. In the musical Yeah, yesterday. Kristen and I went to a musical of The Waitress yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was watch- watching some of it during intermission. <laughs> Jeez. You're a fun date. Holy cow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, and then, so on top of that, the only other like book-related thing is that we got the Knitting in the City coloring book, and I've been yes. doing some coloring in that. <laughs> All right. Kristen, so you don't have to tell us what you've been reading lately, but like what in general do you tend to like to read? Okay, so I like mysteries or like historical fiction, fiction. Yeah. I've never really read any just straight romance. Yeah. But, and we're and we're going to so. talk about how that experience yeah. was for you. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to say um we've been getting a lot of uh requests for mom to adopt them. Mm. Would you recommend joining our family or would I you? Would. <laughs> because you're going to get a really good Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mom, I do make fun of how much money Ellen costs me. She's an expensive kid. Yeah. But, but in her defense... I'm extraordinarily generous. Yeah, you are. So I don't know why you like it's throw true. this on me. So yeah, yeah not a I just not keep, a bad family. I just keep telling people it's not all it's cracked up to be. No, <laughs> whatever. I love you guys. I love being part of this family. I love you too, Kristen. Oh. Ellen can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Act Like It by Lucy Parker. It was her debut novel and the first book in her London Celebrity series. This book had been recommended to us by listeners Kristen, Lauren, Katie, Claire, and Mandy and was by far and away our most requested book to cover on the show. Um, I attempted for our description to write the description as a tawdry gossip rag article, so here's what I came up with. Two of West End and two of the West End's hottest stars seen together around town, but there is is there more to this blossoming romance? It seems that West End bad boy Richard Troy and resident good girl Lainey Graham have been struck by Cupid's arrow, but this writer has to wonder if this isn't all just an elaborate ploy cooked up by the show's PR team to improve ticket sales and repair Troy's reputation after a recent string of unsavory blow-ups. However, insiders have confirmed that even if the relationship began as a public 
publicity stint. Uh, real feelings have begun to develop between the two as they have been seen canoodling at charity events and Richard has been seen leaving Lainey's flat at all hours of the day and night. Is this true love or a truly brilliant PR move? So, Mom, we'll start with you. Okay. What did you think of Act Like It? I really liked it, Ellen. It's very much, <laughs> it's very much our... Um, Forte, yes. grumpy hero, very oh, grumpy gosh, hero. Oh gosh, mom, you know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lots of witty banter, yes. and um, she was adorable. Yes. So we love we love the grumpy guys with mm-hmm. the adorable little perky girls, mm-hmm. and um, it had all those favorite things in it. Yes, I I mean like the tropes in this one, right? Fake relationship. Right. There's a sick bed moment. Um, there's just a lot going on to, that we like. Um, this really reminded me of, there's this book. I know I've talked about this author before. Her name's Melissa Nathan. And she's done a couple, like, Jane Austen retellings. And she did one called Pride, Prejudice, and Jasmine Field. And it's a Pride and Prejudice retelling, obviously. Um, and it's kind of centered around this production of a play and so there was a lot about it that really reminded because also it's this book has a lot of kind of similarities pride and prejudice wise right you've got this kind of feisty heroine with this grumpy misunderstood hero um so i i liked all of that about it but yeah i really liked this one um it did take me a second to get into i think the pacing is a little slower in the beginning um, but I do think... It- and he's very unlikable in the beginning. I mean, he's not a... Not someone you warm up to right away. Yeah. So, Kristen, how mm-hmm. did you find your first foray into romance? And this is a safe space. Okay. So, you can you can be as honest as you like. I didn't hate it, yeah. but I've come to the conclusion that this might not be my genre. Exactly. Yeah. So Kristen told me that this might be an issue, and I was like, well, still, come on, <clears throat> and talk, let's talk about, like, mm-hmm. what you don't, what you think you don't like about the genre. Yeah, so so I found it to be a little slow, like you were saying, uh-huh. and um, I don't know, I was telling you earlier that I really like watching romance films and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think that's because they're a little more mindless and Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love reading something where the plot's a little more predictable and I don't know a lot of the books that I like there's a lot of plot twists and you can't really you don't really know exactly where it's going yeah so that's so that was just a lot different than what I'm used to see and I think that's interesting because I know for a lot of um romance readers they like like the thing like the thing that we demand of the genre is that it always has a happy ending, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's interesting that most romance readers like find comfort in the fact that they know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But like for you, that's like kind of something you don't like about it is that yeah, you know what's going to happen. Just when reading, I guess, because I again like I really like watching chick flicks and stuff, but yeah. it just was different reading it. I don't know, it just didn't suck me in like other books do. Yeah, but I've thought... even I've I've even mentioned on the podcast before that I when I read a book that I know is not a romance book and the, I have this fear that oh my gosh this could not have it's possible this might not have a happy ending and it just mm-hmm. makes it hard for me to read I I love knowing there's going no matter what crazy <laughs> garbage goes on in the story you know there's going to be a happy ending at the end mm-hmm. that makes me I find comfort in that yes. Maybe I'm just so. messed up. I don't yeah, know. maybe you're just a I'm dark. Sure you're just a dark, <laughs> twisted soul without any heart yeah. or. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I'm talking about Christmas like that. <laughs> it's funny because it's not true, but <laughs> but I thought like the writing was. I thought the writing was good, and yeah. like I thought it was a cute book. It just I don't know if I'm gonna read every romance book. And when I now. when I read this one, I. I don't I really liked it, but I don't know if it's one that I would necessarily like start somebody on mm-hmm. romance with. Would you? However, it was very mom friendly in very that very mom friendly, very tame sex wise. Yeah, which I do appreciate. 
I don't have to talk a lot to my mother-in-law. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want to hear too much about sexy times. So. <laughs> However, I love talking about my sex life. Yeah, so, and it well, just, we all know that. <laughs> that makes Ellen very uncomfortable. Yeah, Kristen doesn't know if she wants to sign up for that. Yeah. Um, Come on, Kristen. <laughs> but would you agree with that, Mom? Like, do you think this is one that you would start somebody on the genre with? Um. I think it's a good one to start on, only because, like I said, it's pretty light on the sex aspect. I, I really wanted to get Kristen, like, a real NC-17. Oh, boy. I'll have to try her on a different one. Um, uh, so that you can talk but, about anal with, with mom. Yeah, that's what every girl wants to talk to their mother-in-law. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's what, you know, I was reading earlier in the week. And so oh, this seemed extraordinarily oh. tame yeah. um, compared to what I had going on in some of the other books. Um, anything else about the genre like that kind of stuck out to you as like a good or a bad? Because um, I'll, I'll tell you like what mom and I, and we've talked about this before on the show, but like what mom and I tend to really like is kind of the journey, right? Because mm-hmm. you're right. We know exactly how it's going to end. Like, mm-hmm. we demand that of the books. But we like, like, the banter. That's mm-hmm. a huge thing for us is... When yeah, and got... I can see that. And there definitely was cute yeah, and banter they... and... Yeah. Is a cute relationship that developed. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, should we be honest and say that you did not finish the book? That is true. <laughs> But I got really close. She did get close. Yeah. I was like, at least get it's to a busy this week. <laughs> Kristen is a new mom, so we'll give her, you know, some. I will say sometimes it's hard to stay awake when yeah. I'm reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was reading during nap time, and, you know, yeah. apparently that's on top of it's your rough. daughter's nap time. It's yeah. Kristen nap time. <laughs> some days, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we dive into these questions that I came up with? Bring them on, Ellen. Okay, they're all pretty straightforward this time. Um, what did we think of Lainey as our heroine? I really liked Lainey. I really liked I thought that yeah, she was funny and cute and, um, I don't know, you know, I like those little bubbly heroines. And Yeah. What I really liked about her, she is very much like an Elizabeth Bennet type, right? Like, she... She's not a pushover. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, because I think why they succeeded is that she's not intimidated by him right like she she's pretty Mm -hmm. headstrong and even when he's kind of being a dick to her she's like okay i'm not gonna put up with that yeah (laughs) so she'll dish it back she's very sassy and Mm -hmm. and uh definitely yes and i love that um towards the end which kristen probably didn't get to but when um they kind of are separated she doesn't like take that lying down right right she like she doesn't even wallow for a second. Like, right away, she's like, well, I'm fixing this, and I'm going to do what I have to do to, like, well, try and Well, and I really like that because most of the books we read, there's always a part where they fall apart, you know, and then yeah. they have to get back together. But it's usually the guy trying to get them back together. It's usually the guy who's realizing, yeah, that's oh, true. but I love her, and I need to fix this. And um, the guy is going running after the girl. And in this case, because she really did kind of screw up pretty badly. Okay, so for the record... His secret, do you, you got to the point, I think, where you find out that his dad did not have a heart attack but committed suicide. Right. So mm-hmm. at one point, Lainey says that to Will. It kind of like slips out that oh. his dad committed suicide. And then Will tells the press. Oh. Okay. And well, Will, Will says something about him being responsible for his father's death. And he was thinking, causing his heart attack. But she was, and so she shouts out, he didn't cause his dad to commit suicide, and then she realizes immediately what she'd said, and so she didn't mean yeah. to and blurt Richard it out. Richard feels very betrayed mm-hmm. that, like, she's the only person that he's told this to, right. and she tells someone who would, you know, use that against him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that, you know, she right away is like, okay, i got to take action. Like, what do I do now to... Right, I need to make this work. Yeah. I need to fix so this. I and, and usually in, in books that we read, it's the guy chasing after the girl and, and fixing things. So it was kind of refreshing to see one where the girl has to go and yeah get it 
back together. And without any, like, I need to woe is me for a little while. Like, she's just like, okay, let's let's do this. No, I got to do this. Yeah, I like that. And I like that Lucy Parker was able to have this character who's an actress, but she still felt very, like, every girl and normal and definitely and especially with her family and you know the interactions with her family and and it was adorable she was adorable um so what did we think of richard uh we already mentioned this but grumpy hero alert that's my favorite definitely grows on you yes see we've talked about this before but like i my i have a real thing for the grumpy heroes because i like when you've got this kind of I don't know what it says about me. But then it kind of has a softer side. Yes, as well. and like that only the heroine gets to Is see. This, no, really masculine or something. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's then it's also there's something oh, wow. sweet about the fact that she brings out this good side in him. Right. That, yeah. You know, that this girl, this heroine brings out this softer side of this cold, grumpy man and so we're kind of getting into my third question, but, like, why do you think that they work as a couple? Well, I think for a lot of what we've already said, where she doesn't take his crap, right. she's very sassy and, and um, you know, doesn't put up with him being ornery with her all the time. Yeah. And... I think, like, you know, she's a really sweet kid, right? But she's still got some bite to her that, like, not everybody sees, but he sees pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think that she's kind of able to keep up with him in the, like, snark department, right? Yeah, and And see past Anna his... Yeah, and, like, kind of see that he's... Persona. ...doing that for other reasons. Mm -hmm. And, And that she just, like, won't put up with it. And that when he does get, tends to get, like, kind of angry, she kind of is like, this is not, we don't need to react this way. Calm down. Right. <laughs> like, you know, and she's. Well, and I think right off the bat, you can see that he kind of reins himself in. And whether it's because of her or why, but, like, even when they, like, scratch his car his and all car, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah he didn't freak and, out. Which, I would be mad about Yeah, that. he <laughs> had every right to be pissed off at that moment, but. And I think but, that because she gets to see him, like, keep his cool in that situation, I think she kind of, like, okay, like, we, I can work with this, you know? Well, and I think because <clears throat> he was at a charity event for her charity, yeah, you know, he didn't want to make it into some big, ugly scene because he didn't want to do that to her. Yeah. They also have really good banter, which I know we've talked about before, but... They do. And I think that they definitely, like, the banter develops as the book goes along, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they have it pretty good in the beginning, but I think once they kind of add flirtiness to the banter, once they're together, that it becomes a little bit more tantalizing. Like a similar sense of humor. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I... I enjoyed a lot of, of their, especially when he would pull in stuff, he, and he would say something that sounded very smart or romantic, and she'd say, what play was that from? You know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she wasn't mad that he was quoting play, you know, lines from plays. But, well, and most of the time it wasn't. Like, it was. Yeah, sometimes it wasn't. And yeah. um, anyway, he just had a way of kind of sweeping her off her feet with her, with his. Bless his heart. His, yes, Definitely. Yeah, I really liked him, in case we can't tell. I mean, I liked both of them, but he does more things to me. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what did... So, Kristen won't be able to weigh in on this, but... Mom, what did you think of the resolution of the big slip of Richard's secret, which we've already kind of talked about, but... How did you find that with the rest of the book? I thought it, well, because there's multiple steps to the resolution. When she goes and meets with the president of that, whatever, society that he's trying to become. um, You know, some people might be irritated by that or think that that wasn't a good, but because they already showed the part where he kind of helped her to get the audition. Remember when she was sick and she missed the audition and... And he kind of pulled some strings and got her another audition for the TV show that she wanted to be in. Um, So he, and then he said, no, you've got to take help where you can get the help. Don't, you know, bite the hand that's trying to help you. 
And so then when she does the same thing, he has no place to kind of give her a hard time about it. He just has to take it. And Yeah. I like that they, like, they resolve it fairly easily, right? Right. Like, um, and I liked that. I like that he's, like, upset for a day, and he, you know, when they talk, he, like, lets her talk to him about it, and he just says, listen, I was just really hurt. Like, that, right. you're the one person that I have, and I told you this, and you're the one person, like, that can betray me, and you did it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I liked that they, you know... But they talked it out, and here's the other thing I liked about it. I like that they resolve it before they have the cave-in at the theater, so that they're resolving it is not some byproduct of, like, I thought you were dead, like, let's never split up again, but that they're able to resolve it before. Well, he even, you know, and that the last line of one of the uh, chapters is he he knows what he has to do, because he's already decided, okay, I love her and I need to fix this thing. Yeah. And, um, And that's what they do. And I have to say, when I got done reading this book and I was going to start my next book and I thought, oh, I'm not ready to leave the Laney Richard world yet. And so I went back and read some of the scenes from this book and reread the epilogue because I really liked, I thought the epilogue was funny. The epilogue was cute. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I really liked the resolution. And, of course, I loved that they, you know, are happily ever after. Of course. Of course. We demand it. It's so awesome, Kristen, that these books end like this. It is. I like a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. We're not not saying you're completely heartless. We're not not haters. Okay, so let's get Kristen super awkward and let's talk about sex, baby. I mean, it's not too bad in this one, so we can't get too awkward. No, it was pretty mild. Um, Kristen... Do you feel disappointed that you did not get, like, a full-blown sex scene in this book? No. I thought it was, like, truly romantic. Yes. Like, it wasn't some crazy... I mean, if that's what you're into, that's fine. (laughs) But, like, it just seemed sweet and... Yeah. Yeah, like, really romantic. I thought it was a good, like, there. it was fairly tame, but it still is, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. passionate. Yeah. And romantic. And Well, the thing I liked a couple times is they would be having these little conversations while they were like uh you know not having sex but like warming yeah. up like they'd be floor playing and they're still kind of talking about over other things and I thought mm-hmm. that's the way real life is when yeah, you're really married or really in a relationship realistic. yeah yeah is is you'll still be sitting there chatting but you'll be you know hugging and loving and squeezing and still you know talking about your day or whatever so Right. I thought that that was very realistic, the way that was portrayed in the book. I did like the line. I don't remember what it was that he's, that she's saying to him. Or he's, like, asking her, like, you're into me, right? Like, this is real. And she's like, I'm willing to stroke many things right now, but your yeah. ego is not one of <laughs> them. One of them. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. That was a great line. Because <laughs> yeah, just from things I've heard about, well, just from... What you guys have told me, yeah. like, it seems like a lot of sex scenes in these romance novels aren't very realistic. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like I I was um, telling Ryan and um, well, Kristen is married to my brother Ryan. I was telling Kristen and Ryan the other day that you know romance sex scenes, the woman always comes first, and Kristen yeah. didn't seem to think that that was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! Ryan needs to have a talk with his dad. <laughs> Okay, maybe we should, like, change the subject. Not only only do the women always come first, but they come multiple times. Yes. Yeah, and so that's when I really was like, huh. (laughs) Okay. Ryan needs to talk to his dad. His dad's really good about it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is what you signed up for, Kristen. Okay. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Gosh, babies. Uh, um, yeah, so anyway, sex scenes, fairly tame, and, like, most of them are kind of, like, fade to black. Like, you don't even, like, see the full thing. Right. It's just kind of, like, let's get it started, and then they can finish it on their own kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good, and I thought it was a nice 
I think I thought it was fitting for this book, right? For that, for that to be how they have the less sex scenes. So my last question is, what was your swooniest moment? <sighs> I, I even mine. went back specifically looking for because I know Ellen's going to ask this question. Yeah. I'm never ready for it, but today That's I'm going to be ready for it. Nice and I had a hard time finding. <laughs> yeah, shut up! And I had a hard time finding what was my swooniest moment. I liked. Well, you guys go ahead, and then I'll just chime in. Well, mine was when she was sick. I loved that he was so sweet to her, and, like, the mom kept kind of giving him the side eye, like, hmm, what's your deal? Like, and I just thought that he was really sweet in that mm-hmm. in that moment. What's yours, Kristen? <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, I was telling you earlier that I thought, you know, it was cute when they finally kissed. Yeah. Because you're always waiting for that to for happen. For that to happen. Yes. And I thought it was sweet when they got in the bathtub together. Yeah. And they're just oh, joking that was around. And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> and she wanted to be in the front, but he... <laughs> yeah. Like, like, my like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were cute in that one. But, and I, I also like... First of all, the obligatory six scene. I have to mention, because so many... Six scene. Of, not sex scenes. I know. I thought, I thought you were saying sex scene and like mispronouncing it, but I'm like, oh no, she's talking about sex, sex scene. <laughs> because there's a lot of these in a lot of these novels. And I think this stems yes. from women just love, it, there's nothing sexier than a guy that'll take care of you when, even when you don't look great, when you don't yeah. feel great, when you know they mm-hmm. have to hold your hair while you're puking. There's something super sexy about a guy who will do that. And um, I think that's where these sick scenes sick sickness scenes <laughs> comes from but they're in all of the i mean even in the historicals someone gets shot or someone yeah. gets um well because there's a fever or yeah because it happens in the reverse a lot too where the guy uh-huh. is the one that's sick and then she has to take but i think that when it's the guy that's sick the romance is coming from the fact that he's like kind of humbled right right mm-hmm. and kind of more at her mercy a little bit than he usually is because it's usually like these alpha males that are being brought down by a flu or something um and also it's kind of it's kind of similar to like a road trip or something but just like forced proximity of you know and then she won't leave his side yeah and sometimes like awkward moments where you know she has to give him a sponge bath or something you know oh yeah as you do Let me scrub your back. (laughs) Nothing hotter than that. Um, (laughs) But this whole idea of a man taking care of you when you're at your worst is a very, a very sexy thing. I mean, it's not sexy in this in the terms of, you know, this is a sexy moment. But it's more sexy in the in the terms of, um, you know, this is. Makes him attractive. Really awesome. That the, yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. this guy is really sexy because yeah. he will take care of me when I'm sick. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's those are the questions that I came up with for this book. Pretty straightforward for this one. Um, Mom, anything else you want to say about Act Like It? Well, I think a lot of people recommended this because they knew that you would be okay with me reading it. There's a lot of books that we read that Ellen's yeah, like, why would someone recommend this? I have to read this with my mother. Yeah, there are. <laughs> There's people that recommend certain books, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> or sometimes I think they recommend them just on purpose so that it'll make Ellen uncomfortable. Yeah. But um, I think this was recommended because it's a very mother-friendly read. Well, also, there's a lot of tropes that we like. I mean, there, like, there is a lot of tropes. For a fake relationship, Definitely. and then the grumpy hero. Everybody seems to know that I, I like that. So Witty banter. Witty banter. So there's a lot for that All we our like in this one. Um. Kristen, I know it wasn't a complete success on the mm-hmm. romance genre. Here's the question. Would you ever, if we if we tried again, would you do it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't think it's something that you'll, like, get into. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I would read another one. Okay. Maybe we'll have to, like, go to the lab and find one perfectly curated. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need one that's got, like, a little mystery or something in it for Kristen. Because those yeah. exist. They do. Maybe like a good historical, like a like a Maiden yeah. Lane or something with with a mystery in it. Ooh. The, well, the yeah, the Maiden Lanes had a lot of mystery in them with the... So, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that sounds... 
like something I'd like. Okay. Um, so we had some of you send in your thoughts on this book. Um, a different Kristen, who mm-hmm. is a listener and a longtime writer and friend of the show. And, you know, we're thinking about having her replace you. Cause we oh, like- no. <laughs> <laughs> she likes <the> <laughs> She likes romance. So, you know, we're thinking of keeping it. Oh, yeah. um, anyway, she said, loved it. Going to reread it this weekend. So it's fresh my mind for this episode. Hope you all love it, too. Uh, Leanne says, I love it. I have read it a few times, which is unheard of for me as I rarely do rereads. But Richard, heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji. Team Richard. I'm with you on that one, Leanne. Uh, Chanpreet said, loved it. Katie Clements said, I loved, I liked it, but I felt a lot of secondhand embarrassment for the heroine revealing the hero's secret. She says, the sequel, Pretty Face, is my favorite in this series so far. So maybe we need to... also oh, so it's a series. That yeah, there's, it's a series. Oh. There's, like, other... There, I think there's only the two books out no, so No, I think far. there's I three. Oh, is there three? Yeah. Um... Christy said, like the whole series, but I think that this one is my favorite. Uh, Gwen's reading on Instagram said, I loved it. The banner between the main characters was top notch. Agree with you on that one, Gwen. Uh, Claire on Instagram said, absolutely loved this one. Lainey and Richard are perfect. And Jen Ellen said, cool middle name, Jen. Um, I really enjoyed this book so much. I like a fake relationship story. And the banter, great debut. I liked the second one, too, and have the third one on my wish list. Um, so that's what some of you thought of it. So pretty resounding love for, for this one. Um, and I would say that Mom and I are in that camp as well. Um, Kristen? Is it just me? or did That's fine. Sorry. It's okay. Is it just me or... Because I was picturing, picturing Richard Armitage the whole time I was reading I it, was I too. Mom, on Goodreads, <laughs> there's some people who like made fan art with their reviews. And there was somebody uh, who had Richard Armitage. Um, and I don't know if probably it's... probably... Just, a little old for the part, yeah. like if they made the movie. Yeah. But um, that's just Armitage the grumpy right. hero I was... I'm sure I He's did. the guy from North and South. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Somebody <laughs> had, like, Sophie Turner as Lainey, which is Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. They had her for Lainey. I was kind of thinking, like, a Bryce Dallas Howard or Jessica Chastain, just because she's the redhead. Probably. Redhead. I could see Jessica. And she's kind of like a little, you know, she's a little bustier, and I think that those two kind of are a little Mm -hmm. fuller, Mm -hmm. if you you follow me. Um, Anyway, so there was some good... I just got to put props out for one thing that I really, really liked, and that was him sword fighting with her nephews and nieces. That was cute. Come on. I just got to, you know, because he's using his sword fighting skills from his play, and it's And you wouldn't think that he would, like, you know, hang out with the kids, but he's like, no, I can do this. Like, I know how to do this part. Yeah, Yeah, that was cute. So, I just got to put a shout out for that scene. Good shout out. Um, So, those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Act Like It by Lucy Parker, and thanks to you for um, the recommendation for this one. Uh, We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, Goodreads Group, our Twitter, which is at NotYourMom'sRom, or you can email us at notyourmomsromancebookclub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On October 15th, in two weeks, we will be discussing Indigo by Beverly Jenkins. It is a standalone historical about two key members, fictional, of the Underground Railroad in America. So an American historical. We haven't done too many of those. I like my American history. Yes. So for now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Kristen about her own romance, even though she's apparently dead inside <laughs> with, <laughs> with my brother. Because she doesn't like romance books. <laughs> yeah. So stay with us. It's time for a break. It's time for a break. The break is when we do the news and mail. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to okay. keep to that, Mom. Do you like okay. it? Yeah, it's the best I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> um, so first, Kristen, you probably won't get to weigh in on too much of this, but you can sit here and listen to us okay. do this part. Um, it's time to announce the winner of our review contest. Thank you to all of you who took the time to write in a review. They have all been super lovely. Uh, and one of you is about to be $50 richer in your book budget. So the winner by random drawing, which I'm going to do right now. The winner by random drawing is 
Nara Melissa, who we love. <laughs> so we that's, love Nara that's cool. <laughs> um, so Nara, I will send you a, uh, I will be in contact and I will send you the $50 Amazon gift card, which I know Nara is in Brazil. So hopefully, you know, the currency transfers, maybe it's yeah. even a little bit more than 50 in Brazil. So that'll be cool. Um, anyway, so we will get that to you, uh, as soon as I get in contact with you, which will probably be shortly. So congratulations. You know is my husband is in Brazil right now. So oh, that's like a weird thing. Fun. So congratulations to her. And um, we, again, thank all of you for sending in those uh, reviews. They have all been lovely and nicer than we deserve, I'm sure. But um, so thanks for that. Um, so now we're going to do some questions and emails that we've been getting on social media and email. Um, so Paige on Twitter said, do you ever have a DNF? So a did not finish. If yes, do you make the decision after a certain number of pages or chapters or something else? Just curious. Some feel strongly about finishing and some do not. So maybe you can weigh in on this one because you did not finish, Kristen. I did not finish. Yeah. I have, I can weigh in on this because I just started a book that I did not finish. I had uh-huh. a book for another book club that I was reading. <laughs> it's it's so not like not I could only read romance novels. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was another book, and someone else in the book club recommended this book for us to read, and so everybody's yeah. reading it. I Should I mention what the book was, or does that mean? You anyway, can. <laughs> it was um, Confes- Confessions of a Domestic Failure yeah. by, I don't know the name of the author. Anyway... It was, and maybe it's just where I am in life, because most of the women in this other book group are younger than me, and in the middle of child-rearing, where I am at the end of my child-rearing, you'd think. And um, <laughs> and the woman in it, I read, I read one chapter and disliked all of it. She was extremely whiny. She was extremely, oh, poor me, I have one baby and I can't take care of myself or the baby and I just got tired of her whining and belly yeah, mom's not about... super sympathetic to people's whining. I'm not because I I had it pretty rough when I was raising my babies and um I was not whiny um but I mean I I understand that having babies is difficult and it's a big change in your life and it it's hard but I just got tired of her going on and on about how miserable she was and how and it's like dude you know just buck up and enjoy the good parts so in general I really try to not not finish so I always I'm it's kind of like kills something within me if I don't finish a book um but there have been some that I have just kind of given up on if it kind of takes me too long to get into it and then something else pops up like a new book comes out that I've been really waiting for I'll be like eh okay I'm fine leaving this one behind or you know if we have to read something for the book club I'm like eh right okay and then I forget about that book that I was reading I and need it was to move on. Like, yeah um I have several books I haven't finished cause yeah if, yeah if it just doesn't grab you yeah grab me then I just have a hard time pushing through it yeah so well, and especially it's like, there's, there's things to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, and I think, I think, in fact, it was Nara who weighed in on uh, Twitter to this question and said, like, there's too much in life to do to, yeah. to read a book <laughs> To that waste you're not time enjoying. on a book you're not enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, like, I definitely try to always finish a book, but I have some that I've just kind of been like, eh. and if. I don't know that I have, like, a certain number of chapters or pages or... I kind of generally try to get to the crux of the plot, you know, which usually happens within the first few chapters. And if it's not something that's going to grab me, then that's usually when I've given up on it. But Or if I find the characters really annoying, I will also yes. sometimes give up on that. Um, I do have books that I've had to stop reading because... I have to finish this book for our podcast or for another book club or something. Yeah. And um, then, you know, I'll think to go back to him. I'll think, eh, I'm, I'm okay. okay leaving that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our next email that we got was from Jason, who has written in before. Our friend, He's Jason. Our, he even signed his email as our guy. He says, your guy listener. 
So, like, that's just how he's going to be referred. In the singular. <laughs> yeah, in the singular. Singular. Um, we can't so even get, said, get the men in our lives to listen. Yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> Has Ryan ever listened to an episode that yeah. we... Yeah. But because, like, I've had it on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so Jason says, Ellen and Ellen's mom, I feel that since you introduced me to romance novels. So this is a guy who started reading romance novels because he, like, stumbled upon our podcast. Aww. That's kind of funny, huh? Yeah. It, he said, it would be possible for you to explain some things to me. He said, some, since listening to your uh, July 23rd podcast, which I didn't listen to in, until August, I have read 33 books, including the following 29 romance novels. That's impressive. Wow. So he's read the Madison Sisters. No. What's impressive? We have to describe this amazing His chart table <laughs> like he sent in like a table of all the books that he read which included that like the series that it's included in the author what genre it is what the name of the book is um so he's read the madison sisters series by Lindsay sands victorian rebels by kerrigan burn which is a good series that maybe you would like okay. um hating game uh the two neanderthal books from knitting in the city by penny reed the Douglas Legacy by Margaret Mallory. The FBI Thriller series by Catherine Coulter. He read How Nancy Drew Saved My Life by Lauren Baratz Logstead. Uh, the Librarian Principle by Helena Hunting. Defy by L.J. Shin. And then Envy and Sunset Embrace by Sandra Brown. And it, yes, all of this was included in a very impressive uh, table. He said, I have found that I enjoy the historical romance by far the most. Of the historical romances, I have to say my favorites are the Victorian Rebel series by Kerrigan Byrne, which is a really good series. Um, and he says, my least favorites so far have been in the contemporary romance, especially How Nancy Drew Saved My Life and The Librarian Principal. Must ask, he said, he must ask some questions of you ladies as my guide through this genre. His first question is, are all romance novels fueled by the fact that everyone, even the greatest warriors, are too afraid to be honest with one another. Well, we've discussed this about yes. the communication problems. and I would guys... definitely say a lot of them are. We, we've talked yes. a lot before about like internal conflict versus external conflict. Um, I think that that's kind of more in keeping with the internal conflict stories. Um, and... But yes, I would say, but that's like most romances in gen, like even the movies are led right. greatly by people who just like can't seem to just mm -hmm. be honest with each other and say like, hey, I like you. I like But you. there's this, this thing going on that I haven't been telling you the truth about, you know, and so I think that that's, that's <laughs> I kind think people like the game. Yeah. Um, or at least like to read well, or right. watch <laughs> yeah right i think in in writing it adds more to the story mm -hmm. when there's yeah there's got to be that kind of conflict going yeah. on yeah um and then his second question is how can everyone be so tall muscular and with a gorgeous face <laughs> and of course rich of course of course no pores <laughs> in romance. i even commented to ellen i said you know as a woman sometimes i'm intimidated by how these women are always good looking and and you know or but as a man reading romance novels, it would be extraordinarily intimidating because the men are always over the top, good looking and mm -hmm. muscular and mm -hmm. tall. And even in historicals, and we've mentioned this, but when we were in England, we went to the, um, the fashion museum, fashion museum, and all the clothes are tiny. People were tiny back then. Yeah. So when you read a historical and they're describing these men as over six foot, you know, well over six foot and, and stuff, you're like, wow, this guy must have been like an Amazon compared to the other guys who were probably five, six, possibly, you know, at the at best. Um, so I don't know how accurate all these <laughs> things could possibly be. Um, I think there are some, there's like some books that are, you know, um, notable for not having a tall, muscular. You actually have a series that Penny Reed is going to be working on shortly called the Dad Bod series, um, which is just going to feature men with dad bods, which I think is hilarious. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would definitely say that most of the men, yes, are, you know. Well, it's because they're all written by women. Yeah. Which... And women who are trying to create a sort of 
fantasy situation for their women readers. So, <laughs> you know, that's right. Gonna yeah, have it's some... not realistic. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice to yeah. think about. <laughs> but it's fun to read about. Yeah. <laughs> um, his third question is: Is there a place that I can find where all the different pieces of clothing that they discuss are in the in the historical romances? Um, the internet. Google? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what I look up stuff all the time. I don't know. And at this uh, point, I feel like I've read enough of them that I've kind of just picked up on what everything is through context. Um, I mean, there's very rarely an article of clothing now that's described where I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, But there have been many times, especially, yeah, when I first started reading, I would just go on Google and, and look it up. And then I wouldn't even look up, like, articles about it. I would just go to images yeah. and just have it show me what this is. Even, like, some of the carriages they describe, and I'm like... I don't know what yeah. that is supposed to be. What you know when they're describing, they're driving in this kind of a carriage, and and um, I would look that up. And so there's a lot of things, especially in the historicals, that I, you know, have to look up. Yeah. To keep so straight. it's not a great answer, Jason, but Google is our answer to that question. <laughs> um, and then he says, "Now the hard questions. I have heard you mention Penny Reed, which we just did uh, uh, on several occasions on your podcast. So I thought I would give her a try." He said, I read Neanderthal Seeks Human, A Smart Romance, and then Neanderthal Marries Human, A Smarter Romance. Uh, First, a little background on me. I am not good looking, not smart, not rich, but the one thing I always had in spades is undue confidence. People have always referred to me as gregarious and, like Ellen's mother, a bit of a flirt. Uh, So (laughs) the internal dialogue that Janie Morris has through the first book almost drove me insane. He says, so my question is... Do women have that much crazy and unwarranted doubts? Uh, short answer, yes. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I've never read a book that I thought, this is unrealistic for a woman to think this way. Um, yes, we're riddled with Well, and the thing is, is that, um, at least in my experience, like, I think that, um, especially mom and I, are people that, like, we don't tend to overthink, like, people's motives in... You know, like, oh, was he trying to come off as rude? Like, was he trying to not, you know, but I would, I yeah, and I would say <laughs> I've, I've known people in my life that I'm like, wow, she thinks about things way more. Overthinks everything. Yeah, like, overthinks <laughs> things way more than I do. Um, I'm not referring to, like. Oh, but no, it's true, though. Yeah. I am an overthinker. Yeah. Warrior. I'm thinking and of, uh, like, previous roommates I've had and things like uh-huh. that that you might know who I'm referring to. Um, but. So, yes, I would say do women. And the thing is, is I think uh, that maybe this is a good good lesson for you, Jason, because um, I think that men don't realize that oh, women yeah, definitely. overthink things mm-hmm. as much as they do. Well, and even women who come off as confident and, you know, overbearing or, you know, out there. Yeah. Um, I think that they probably have way more self-doubt than than we think. But I think men sometimes have a lot more self-doubt than we think, too. Yeah, so. that's fair as well. But, um, but yes, I I don't think, especially, I don't, I've never thought about a Penny Reed book, like, oh, this is unwarranted. Here's the thing that I will say is, um, I think keep going with that series, because while I really like Neanderthal Seeks Human, um, I really like... I think that that's kind of lower on my list of favorites in that series. Um, I would I would say, especially keep reading, get to the Greg and Fiona book. The thing I really liked about Greg and Fiona's book is it's one of the only books I've ever read about, where they're already married. Yeah, it's a married romance couple. book about a couple that's already married. And um, I just, you know, because that's a different thing there. And because I'm pretty sure Jason's married, I think he's told us before that he's married. Yeah. I think it's fun to read a book like that. And, you know, as, as a happily married person, it's fun to read a book about... And it's about... got some, like, action and fun yeah. stuff that goes on in there. Yeah. So that's a really good one. Um, so that's going to do it for our mailbag. Thank you so much for sending in questions and emails and all of those lovely, lovely things. And thank you again for sending in entries for the review contest. Um, and congratulations to Nara. We're... Yeah, Uh, Nara. Congratulations. Yes, and so um, we will see you next time for our little break segment. Bye. Bye.
Welcome back. Since we have Kristen here on the show today, we thought it would be fun to hear her own romance story with my brother Ryan, especially since I played Mm -hmm. somewhat of a role in it. I never hear the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. Um, So I feel like I need to give some background on how we first met each other. Mm -hmm. So Kristen's sister, do you think she'll care if I say her name? No, I don't think so. Kristen's sister is my dear friend, Megan. Um, We met... We, well, so, like, our families grew up, like, only 20 minutes away from each mm-hmm. other. But we didn't know we, But we didn't know each other. Up. So, kind of funny, I had a childhood friend um, who grew up down the street, and then when we were sophomores in high school, she moved to where you grew up, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And um, she would call me and say, like, I met this girl, and I feel like you guys would be best friends. And I was always just kind of like, okay, whatever. Funny story. And then when I was in college, I went on a study abroad and I put together that there was this girl that was in the study abroad with me who was the girl that my friend was always talking about. And it was Kristen's sister, Megan. Um, So Megan and I became really good friends on our study abroad and to the point where like we would talk about, like, we were fated, we were destined to, yeah. to be to be friends, um, and we would always just kind of laugh about that, and then we got back from our study abroad, and, like, we lived together uh, for a while while I was in college, and um, Ryan, my brother, came out to visit me, um, and we had met. Yeah, I had done a couple things with your family. Either. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but Ryan, Ryan wasn't around at no, the time. No, yeah, Ryan. So yeah. I had never met Ryan, but yeah, like I'd met your parents and yeah, yeah, and like we had gone out to lunch and Kristen had like come and stayed and visited while mm-hmm. we were in college a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just heard a lot about you, you know, via your sister. Um, and then at one point, Ryan came out to visit me. In college, and your sister Megan kind of, like, we went out to dinner or something, and at, I just remember at the end of the night, Megan, like, turned to Ryan, and she's like, I want to set you up with my sister, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Ryan was kind of at this phase in life where he was like, mm, I don't know, well, okay, I mean, like, okay, mm-hmm. um, but I, and I was kind of like, oh, I didn't really think about that, just because I think Kristen's way prettier than Ryan. Oh, God. <laughs> totally out of his league <laughs> but i'm like but if megan thinks it's a good idea like let's do this megan was very pushy about yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> megan really like Meg, yeah megan you know like yeah. you, you guys give us both credit for this relationship but um it was definitely megan yeah was... we got in a fight about it oh did you mm-hmm. why i don't i, I don't know this well Okay, we'll just go along. Okay. (laughs) Well, so I will just say, like, so we kept talking about, like, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make this happen? And then Mm -hmm. at one point, like, all of our families were, like, kind of in the same place at Christmas time. Yeah. And, um... So I was away at college. Yes. And was home for Christmas break. Yes. And then Megan and I were away at college Mm -hmm. at the time, right? And then... Um, we, yeah, so, so we're all all of us were home for Christmas at the same time. And so Megan and I were like, let's like organize like a game night or something so that we can get these two in the same freaking room mm-hmm. and um make some sparks fly and like i i had shown pictures to Ryan of you and he was like yeah she's cute yeah megan showed pictures yeah right to me so why did you guys get in, cute. yeah yeah <laughs> why did you guys get in a fight oh cuz i was kind of talking to somebody else oh, at the time i didn't know this and yeah. so i just told her like i'm not really interested on in going on a date with him like yeah. i'm kind of into this other guy and she got like really mad at me and <laughs> it was just like you have got I'm to mad go right on now this too date. like oh no and i mean i'm glad she forced me <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was talking about yeah, i she guess she did so. um but yeah, so like we organized this game night, kind of telling you guys like, okay, we want you guys to meet, but then like you guys are gonna go on an actual date. Like yeah, after so this. he had already, we had already like set up a date. Okay, is that how? That and worked? then you guys were like, well, you should probably meet each other, so it's not a total blind date. Okay, kind of thing. So then that's. When are you we glad did that you did that? Yeah, I am. Okay, because then it made, I don't know, just made it a little more comfortable. Yeah, um, that was the other reason why I didn't want to go was because blind dates usually are. 
not very no, fun. They're, yeah, so. they're not. Um, so, yeah, so that was the first time you guys met was when you guys all came over to our house. Mm-hmm. We played categories, which mm-hmm. Kristen is, like, notoriously bad at. I am the best. <laughs> Categories. <laughs> Kristen is that categories player that, like, you know, like when it says, "I'm very creative." <laughs> it says like farm animal that begins with an N. She's like, "Oh, a newt," and it's like <laughs> they can live on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd say, "A nosy newt," yeah, you know, just to get the double yeah. score. Back up those points. <laughs> Um, but would you say Sparks flew that night? Yeah, I thought he was cute. Like, I was excited to go on a date with him. I will say, I don't know if, I feel like I've probably told you this since then, but, um, like, when you left, Mm -hmm. I could tell, like, throughout the night, I could tell Ryan was, like, into you because he was, you know, trying to be cooler than he is. It's so funny looking back because... He was like being really shy and stuff, yeah. which is so not right. Well, yeah. So. And then and then you left and I was yeah. like, so and he and all he said to me was like, She's she's cuter than her pictures. Oh <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so then you guys went on a date mm-hmm. and you So he planned a date. There's this um street in where we're from. Yeah. <clears throat> That um, all the houses just do a ton of Christmas lights yeah. and ton of decorations. Really and, nice houses yeah. in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we walked around this neighborhood and looked at Christmas lights, and then went. It got a dessert at so Ryan this famous dessert place. Yeah, and Ryan knew pretty like he was pretty smitten because you did something oh, on that yeah. first date. <laughs> So then after that, <laughs> then we went reindeer stacking, which, which is, you know, stacking reindeer, reindeers, so, so that, it looks like they're humping each other. <laughs> and apparently that's what did it. That's Ryan fell in love. <laughs> Ryan came home from that date and said, Mom, that's the girl I'm going to marry. He did? I don't did know he if say I knew that? that. Yeah. Oh, my god! I think he was kind of joking, but kind of not joking. <laughs> but, yeah, but. he... He liked that you seemed, yeah. like, cool enough to, like, think that that was funny. Because that's about, that's about our humor level. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Which We're pretty gutter, you know, gutter humor. You know that now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. If I had to describe Kristen, I would say she's, she's so pretty that you don't think she would be as much fun as she is. Is that fair to yeah. say? <laughs> <laughs> This is making me, like, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my is... favorite thing about Kristen and her sister is that everybody always thinks that they're super sweet, like, you know, mild girls. Well, because we're, I'm pretty shy until I get to know people. Yeah, and it's the same with your sister. Yeah, same with And so sister. people would always say, like, to me, like, oh, Megan, she's so quiet and she mm-hmm. seems so sweet. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty crude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... But after that night, for our first date, so that was back in 2010, and we have literally talked every day since then. Yeah, because you went back to school, and Ryan was back in our hometown, Mm -hmm. and I had to talk Ryan off the ledge a few times. Not a few times. Multiple times. (laughs) He would would FaceTime with with Kristen Uh while she was at school, and he'd get off FaceTiming with her, and he'd just come in... Almost in tears, but just so upset. He's like, "Mom, there's just guys at their apartment all the time. There's no way I can, yeah. I can get in with her when there's just guys around her all the time." Mm, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I, so we only hung out a couple times during that Christmas break, and then I went back to college, and um, so I obviously, like, I didn't know him that well. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'm still gonna date people and yeah. whatever, and. Um, it was I don't think him. he liked that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did it, for the yeah. record. Because <laughs> yeah. he would call me and just be like, okay, just like tell me what I need to do here. Mm-hmm. Like, And he would drive up to where you were, which was a few states away. Yeah, he came out a couple times. Yeah, trying just to like... a little intimidating. <laughs> but, um, I'm glad. Yeah, He, he had to yeah. get some time in there. Yeah. He, he had so many guys hanging around you. Yeah. <laughs> Slathering at the mouth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I moved back home the following summer. And then 
we were engaged like by the end of the year. Yeah. Get married. So, so and I will say because your sister Megan and I have the same middle name. Yes. And your daughter's middle name is our middle name, which is Elizabeth. It is in yep. honor of how instrumental our matchmakers. <laughs> yep. And I have to say, out of all this, I got the cutest grandbaby that ever existed. It's true. So. She is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so Megan and I now say, like, because we always used to joke, like, how, you know, made, destined we were to be friends. But now mm-hmm. it's, like, even more so. Right. Because, like, we needed to become friends so that you guys. Right. And not only that, but I actually met a couple people at college that knew you guys. Yeah. And I don't know. So it's just, I was around all these people that. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's family, and I don't know. So it was it was going to happen, whether or not it was going to happen. Yeah, but be honest, Kristen. Those people who knew us were saying, "Ryan, really? They were because apparently (laughs) Ryan Ryan was a lot different in high school, and apparently (laughs) we probably wouldn't have liked each other in high school. (laughs) But um, yeah, so several people were really surprised that we were dating. But But it's worked. I think we worked pretty well. We do. And, and we like we like having Kristen in the family. Oh, we, we love like, Kristen. We like Kristen. Um, so anyway, thanks for sharing that with us, Kristen. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so thanks so much for joining us. Again, if you would like to join us for Indigo by Beverly Jenkins in two weeks on October 15th, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at NotYourMomsRom or on Facebook or Goodreads or email us at NotYourMomsRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. All right. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, girls. Bye, Bye. Kristen. Bye, Ellen. Bye. Bye, Kristen. Bye. Bye.